0: All right, guys. What's (laughs) up? Welcome back to the fifth ever episode (laughs) of the Fire Starters Podcast. Today we have a guest, Michelle. It's pretty cool. Everyone, give her a round of applause. Our first ever
1: woman on the show. Wow. (laughs) Believe it or not, we are inclusive.
0: Give that another couple (laughs) seconds.
2: All
0: right, Michelle. So maybe tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Um, Um. So I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the info we're getting today, <laughs> <You> I guess? Yes.
1: <laughs> you, I don't even know anything
0: about yeah, it. I feel like you we need a little bit more, more. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait, yeah. so Religion, Michelle, where you came she from. comes from, like, a Catholic slash what? Well, family? I
2: come from a very multicultural family, so I was raised going to, like, Catholic church and Greek Orthodox church and, like, German Lutheran church and, like, with all of those, like, cultures and, like, customs growing up. It was... Very unique. <laughs> it was fun, yeah. So. And today
0: was your first time at like a non-denominational kind of church, correct?
2: Yeah, it was really interesting. So. W- what did you think about it? I thought that it was definitely different from especially like the Catholic services that I've been to, but I think it was probably different in a good way, in my personal opinion. Yeah. So
0: Awesome, awesome. Um, and then we were kind of talking about what we should talk about. and <laughs> We were at a Bible study the other day and um the verse came up on like wh- like the man is like over the woman or what's the exact verse uh <laughs> women should how submit. it should be <laughs> like wives should submit to their husbands yeah, and things yeah. Like that. Oh, right, right. so we're talking about that verse um and then you kind of want to like explain on your thought process on that
2: yeah so for me i definitely have more of like a liberist like liberalist slash libertarian approach to kind of like religion or just i guess anything like philosophy morals anything in general and when i say liberalist i don't mean like the (laughs) commonly like there's like a common misconception that like liberal means like left-leaning in terms of politics but i mean more like the actual definition of liberalist as in like open-minded to new ideas well, the, exact and so
1: <laughs> the exact definition is just a lot what that's <laughs> it that's literally what the a, a lot liberalist. if you say apply liberally that means use like the product a lot a lot yeah yeah, yeah. okay that's pretty much what
2: liberalist but essentially like for me it's like very important when like <laughs> like kind of like hearing like bible verses or just like anything in general to kind of view them or to not view them at face value and to kind of exercise almost skepticism to an extent um i mean i'm reluctant to use the word skepticism because i feel as if that kind of um has like the implication of being agnostic but no, that I is un- not the case i so.
1: understand that i was raised to question everything and even sometimes i have co- i have question. questioned uh, i don't really anymore but i used to question god when i was just starting out
2: but I don't even necessarily mean like questioning God, but just in terms of like the Bible as a book, kind of a, taking examples. into account oh, like yeah, historical yeah. context, taking into account that it wasn't written in English. There's multiple different versions. Don't take it literally.
0: Well, I, I think a good way to phrase it is I don't take the Bible literally, but I believe everything the Bible in the Bible is true. And some stories that kind of like kind of go to what she's talking about is like um, the heart of the wise inclines to the right but the heart of the fool to the left. That's obviously a metaphor. Like an evil person's heart's not going to go to the left side of their body or to like a good person on the right side. That's like metaphorically in God. And Jesus spoke a lot in like in like stories and metaphors. Like in Psalm 62, it says, I read here in verse 2, that God is my rock, my salvation, and my fortress. This is a very good, comforting news. As we read it seriously and truth truthfully but we do not believe that god is literally a rock much less any rock so if so how big is he is he igneous sedimentary or metamorphic <laughs> so just like stuff like that like obviously god's not an actual rock um and then versus like
1: can i say something
0: until then yeah, yeah for sure
1: okay well i mean i'm sure you haven't watched too much of the podcast but the second episode i actually did talk about how the bible may not be 100 percent accurate but it, you can go watch it for people viewing if they haven't seen that one um but yeah, I go into decent depth into it. Basically talking about newer versions and variations and uh verses that have been just completely removed from the Bible altogether, things like that.
3: Yeah, I mean like a lot of it too <laughs> is like because like as you know, there's many translations of the Bible, like, you know, King James Version probably being like one of the oldest, um, translated into English. And um, you know, like the original like documentations and scrolls of the bible were in hebrew i believe and so like translating that from those like i mean yes we have experts who do that but now there's like so many different um versions like yeah you can see like when you read some of the bible you can you can tell like if you have two different versions like side by side for example like the niv and the, uh, NSV. yeah, NSV and like the English, what's that one called standard version? Yeah. Yes. English standard version. Like when you read them side by side, um, for example, reading some of the more morbid, um, like stories of the old Testament, you can see in the English version, like they're a lot more gracious and, you know, God is shown as like a more, a more gracious God than, um, he is in those times. than mm. in the NIV, yeah. it's a lot more like morbid and, you know, it really depending on like hardcore. which one you read. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hardcore.
0: So. And then yeah, uh, another example of metaphorically speaking in the Bible is um, John 10, verse seven. Um, so Jesus said, so Jesus again said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go into and out and find the pasture. Um, now he's God's Jesus is obviously not a, a sheep gate. Like, that's obvious. I think every, everyone understands this yeah. at this point. So, Doesn't it say somewhere in the Bible that
1: um, God's, like, teachings aren't supposed to be simple? They're supposed yeah. to be made complicated, so that way people who actually have the heart and mind to pursue it will, like, Understand
0: do it. so? Yeah, <clears throat> I kind of want to go back to the, uh, um, let's see what verse it is, but... Um, but when a woman submits to her husband, I just want to clarify that, like, that's a really hard Bible verse for a lot of people to read, but you, like we've been saying, you got to dive deep into it and like the wording it uses in the Hebrew and stuff actually more translates to the man like caters as much as he can to the woman and the woman does the same to the man. And that way there's like this perfect working together in unison because obviously women aren't below men. Um, I think that's a big misconception from that verse, but more of working together and like men and women are under God. That's the perfect kind of relationship.
3: Yeah, um I saw a little bit of that at um Nana's house, Pam Fisher. Yeah. Um when she was talking about her and um John's relationship how like it goes hand in hand and mm-hmm. like having them both put each other up keeps like an equal relationship, but as soon as like one person thinks that they need more than the other and the other person like for example like doesn't submit to them, then it becomes an unbalanced relationship. So, like Saying that, I think it means like submitting means like, you know, to build each other up. And like, yeah.
2: And then I think that this kind of relates to like the idea of like kind of, I mean, I guess just like fundamentalist religion versus kind of the idea of like diving deeper and not taking it at face value. Because if you look globally at fundamentalist religions, whether it's like. Do you want to maybe
0: describe what that means?
2: (laughs) Okay. yeah so a fundamentalist is someone who takes like the word of whatever religious text that they use at exactly face value so if they read the line god is my rock or Mm -hmm. they would like take it literally as like god is a rock rock." (laughs) it's not a rock (laughs) (laughs) that's not
1: true that means the bible's inaccurate yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) and so it's kind of that misconception and if you look at it like it's a very finicky thing in some ways because for example, like it can lead to a lot of negative stereotypes in some ways. Like if you look for an example at like Wahhabist Muslims versus like other Muslims who aren't necessarily as fundamentalist, it's kind of leads to harmful stereotypes and like just harm in general. And so I think that it's important to remember that like, that there is historical context. This book was, written and like compiled by humans humans are like <laughs> prone to error um and also like just historical context like earlier we were talking about the kind of pagans, like some of the pagan like influences and origins of christianity or like some of the origins and like babylon babylon and like mesopotamia and like the story of noah's ark coming from that region and like those pagan stories and i think that It doesn't like understanding that doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily mean that you can't like learn those stories and believe in those stories but it just like helps exercise like caution and kind of in a way like allows you to dive even deeper and have like a closer relationship with god and like the text itself
1: so when you talk about um the two sects of islam um, well,
2: there, I think there's more than two. but well, yeah, I'm
1: saying yeah. those specific two, one being more strict and one being more lenient. Do you think that kind of has like a uh, um, correspondence to Catholic- Catholicism versus like Protestantism?
2: No, because there are plenty of Catholics that aren't fundamentalist.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Just because you're Catholic doesn't mean you're fundamentalist. There are plenty of Christians that are fundamentalist and not Catholic. Yeah. So that might be like another misconception as well. I'm not entirely sure.
0: Yeah, and I just want to be clear. We love Catholics. Like some of the Catholics I know like are.
2: My mother is Catholic. <laughs> they love
0: Jesus with all their heart. Yeah. And that's all that really counts. Right. But there's just, yeah, some, some like differences. Um, we could, This whole another episode. Cause yeah. I think, doing. I think there's are just, just differences. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I love, like I've never met a Catholic who wasn't
3: like, you know, Good. Like every Catholic <laughs> I've ever met has been like one of the nicest people, like, you know, stand for you know
2: no and i think that's like another thing that's important to remember is that it's okay to disagree and like by having because i'm sure that there are like aspects of christianity where i do not agree with like the other people sitting at this table but that doesn't mean that we can't get along and have like productive conversations about like religion or anything else in general yeah and so i think that's also very important and i think it not only goes for like i think that's just like an overarching concept that can be applied to like anyone no matter like differences so (laughs) speaking
0: of differences should we bring up the q a about the the gay thing um i can read the question if you like yeah sure um so this person wanted to stay anonymous she's asking for a friend (laughs) i somewhat recently had a really close christian friend of mine share that she struggles with affection to the same sex she is working on fighting these desires and leaning on the lord for his help however i'm not really sure what to do with that information i'm praying for her of course but in what way am i able to follow up and encourage her it's something that's definitely not talked about in the church and is hard to ask the christians around me because they are mostly they mostly all know her okay so um the
1: reason why they're all looking at me right now is because um my brother is actually gay um my family is very accepting of everything i'm a christian my brother's gay everyone else is an atheist they don't really care sometimes we combat on things whatnot doesn't really matter the fact is is um i'm not gonna be able to change his mind on that he's made that pretty clear when it comes to the desire of it however um it's going to be something that satan puts in someone's head and i mean i'm not trying to say it like oh you're a bad person because satan's manipulating you i physically mean that satan is just trying to get in your head and tell you oh do this do that and i kind of wanted to talk about how to i'm not saying like stop it but like how to how to go about it um the number one thing is that you aren't going to be able to beat satan on your own it's just never going to happen you're not going to be able to say Okay, Satan. Um, without any help from any angel, any from God Himself, not going to be able to. Or I'm going to be able to take you on. It's just not going to happen. So, and that's the whole thing: is that sin is is the separation of God or se- separation from God, and the only way to combat it is to get closer to God, and, which is growing your relationship with Him and whatnot. And the more that you love Christ, the more that you start to gain your relationship with God the less you will even start getting a desire to sin. That's what happened to me over the past couple of months when I've been working on it. I get even less of a desire to do it.
0: I have a great talking point that we actually heard in church this morning. And he was talking about how sin is almost like candy or like worldly things. So like, you know, big houses, whatever, money is like candy. And then God's word is more of like kale. Broccoli. Broccoli, because like, Except the, I, love, I love broccoli. The, the earthly but. things satisfy you fast and like right when you want it. But then after that, it starts giving you issues, you know, like cavities. It's not great for your body. And then broccoli, on the other hand, it's not as fun to take. Um, and I'm saying Christianity isn't fun at all, but like it's not as fleshly pleasing <laughs> as like some worldly things are. But like you take, you eat broccoli. It's not as like, wonderful in the moment, but after that, there's, like, health benefits, it grows muscle, like, you know, it it helps you in that way, so that's kind of a... It
1: helps you physically in the way that growing your relationship with God helps you spiritually. And um, the way I kind of look at it is that, yeah, the more that you practice that, the less you'll feel anything for it.
2: Yeah, so I have two things to touch on here. First of all, I think it's important, like, because if I had read that comment and replied to it personally i would have said you do you i mean i and that's my personal opinion
0: yeah well the thing to add to that (laughs) is like being gay is just like any other sin and like some people like have like some people will be like that's their their personality why why would god want to take that away from them but some people's personality is killing people. Some per- people's personality is like stealing. Some people is lying. It's Smokers, like part of diabetics, yeah.
1: all all that. And I'm not saying that it's the same thing in any means, but it's mostly what's going to stop it or going to help it is growing your relationship with God. Because when you grow your relationship with God, um, I'm blanking right now. I was I had something, but.
0: Well, you know, like, we're saying gay people isn't, like, the worst sin out there that that doesn't exist. All sin is, like, when you really look at it, it's equal. Sure, they have different earthly results, but when you really look at it, (laughs) there's only one way that your sins can be forgiven. And that's through Jesus. I figured out what I was going to say. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was
1: going to say, there's no way that you're going to be able to resist sin at points you're going to just accept it if you don't have a relationship with him. Like yeah. my brother is an atheist. He doesn't have a relationship with God. So obviously he's not going to combat it at all. Mm-hmm. And he thinks it's okay. And I mean, to him it might be, but...
0: Well, it's the same uh, thing. We have desires to yeah, like lie, steal, or think selfishly. And that's yeah. the same thing.
1: We're it, not... Oh, sorry.
2: No, it's okay. Uh, and I think that this is another thing that's... For me, like being raised like partial- like kind of Catholic, I think it's important like this idea of like again, like not taking the Bible at face value, just like not taking anything exactly at face value, and this idea of like being able to learn from it because they're talking about this idea of like doing things for the long term and not being like very like oriented in terms of like short term only, and I think that that's like a very important lesson that we can all learn from, but I think it's also important to like Exercise common sense and this idea of kind of like self-flagellation. Like, yes, you can't constantly like think in the short term. You do have to do things that aren't necessarily fun in the moment, but benefit in the long term. But there is a balance. I believe in moderation personally, and so in that way, I think that might be a place where like we disagree. Like, I do eat candy every now and again. I do like chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, have something about that. That doesn't mean that I may. That person, I think. <laughs> no, no, of course not. And the other thing is that he, I believe that in the because they were reading like a Bible verse earlier and I think it said something about like this idea of like community and like loving others the same way you love yourself and how like this idea of God making us like in his image. Is that what it says, I believe? Yeah, there's a yeah. Bible verse, definitely. Okay, yeah. so, and I think that... Okay. Sorry.
1: No, you're good, you're good. <laughs> I'll just say it after.
2: Yeah, and so I think that's also important to realize that like if you hate yourself you can't have a relationship with god and so that's why i think it's important to find this kind of balance of like like not necessarily like loving yourself as in like narcissist like being like narcissistic or self-centered but how but just you be like treated. accepting yourself for like who you are regardless of like whether you're perfect or not and then kind of like using that as a way to kind of like Accept, like, other people as well with their imperfections.
0: Yeah, that's the first step to coming to Christianity is accepting that you're broken and not perfect and accepting that Jesus is the one that can cover you for that through his salvation. Wolfgang, what were you going
1: to— I you want to go first? Yeah. yeah. So um, I wanted to go back
3: to um, the conversation about being gay. I mean, I have a pretty—I feel like I have a pretty different opinion between, like— I mean, I don't really know about you, but like Luke and Wolfgang. Um, you know, I mean if if that's what you're into, then that's what you're into. I mean like I, I feel like I agree. L- <laughs> like love like I feel like love is love, but is like it's a different kind of love once you bring into the like account of like attraction. Like attracted to someone physically. Like you can love someone because of their like them as a person all you want but as soon i think the only time it becomes an issue is when there is pride involved like Mm -hmm. when you um come out as gay and you feel like you like deserve more or have pride and like yeah i don't think um like yes it may be a sin but i feel like it's um it's a little bit different if you feel prideful towards your sexuality or like who you're attracted to as a
0: person. Um and I just want to clarify that the Bible does not like say being gay is a good thing. It's it it's it's a sin. I just want to clarify yeah. that. But lots of things are sins and we still do them. Like s- like some of them being
3: like semi-natural, like lying is yeah. pretty Every sin natural.
0: is equal
3: mm-hmm. at the same. You would go bomb an orphanage and lie. Okay. But like it's just, okay, I don't mean to bring up the bombing an orphanage, but it's a pretty good it's a pretty you know, exponential sin compared to say a lie.
0: Yeah, and I'm agree. Right. I agree with you that it has the same concept Like it has different consequences on Earth, but there's only one way it can be taken away or washed clean, and that's through Jesus. So yeah. in a way, they're all kind of equal. Okay. So the main that thing that, that
1: I wanted to end this off with, you guys have nothing else to say, right?
0: Um, yeah. Really. Okay.
1: So the main thing is that we as Christians can cannot- well, actually wait. I kind of do want to say one more thing. Is that okay? Go
3: ahead. (laughs) Okay, so I was going to talk a little bit about, um, I don't know how it came up, but in my head I was thinking about it. But, like, um, I was thinking about, like, natural sin. And, for example, like, lust is something that we are pretty much all born with and go through as of, like, hormones and, you know, growing of age, you know, and stuff like that. And, um, yes, it can be solved, but that was just another point that I wanted to bring in about like some sin that is like comes upon you from your brain and from your body, you know?
0: So the Bible does say though you have the power within you. If you want to change from that, that you have the power, God will give you the power. Well, yeah. Refrain from those sins.
3: No, I agree. Like there's, you can like refrain yourself from it, but I'm saying like, it's It's very, where it comes from is, I mean, yes, it may not come from, you know, God, but like of our bodies and our hormones,
1: um okay so the number one thing (laughs) if you were to take away one thing from this entire question that we just got asked and the only reason why we said grow your relationship with god and things like that is because they asked us how to help and um i mean we wouldn't really be judging them and that's the main thing we as christians cannot judge other people because we as like them sin and only God is allowed to judge them. Um, that means if someone... I mean, is, only God
0: truly can judge them fairly. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that means if you are a liar, if you are an adulterer, which, first of all, everybody sins. So there's no way that you can say, oh, I sin I'm less perfect, than yeah. you. Like, that doesn't exist. Because in one way or another, someone is screwing something
0: up. They all have the same consequences. Yeah.
1: And so... You can't be like, oh, being gay is bad. I mean, you can you can say you shouldn't be if...
0: as you, Like the same as you like, say you, you shouldn't lie. Because it's a sin.
1: Yeah, like you shouldn't lie. But it's not saying that we hate people who are gay.
0: Yeah, we still love them. This Definitely is
1: the last, last thing that we are saying.
0: Love the people, hate the sin. That's of course. Yeah.
1: You, The last thing that you ever want to tell somebody is that you hate them. Because we can't hate them if we're followers we of Christ. can't because we sin. We exactly. sin all the time, no matter what. So, so if we hate people who sin, we hate ourselves. Mm-hmm. True. So going back to what you are saying, exactly. So I, I agree with you, that like you said, they shouldn't be judged. They shouldn't be like frowned upon. Well,
0: all sins should be frowned upon. Yeah,
1: all sins should be frowned upon. But the person themselves shouldn't be hated. They should be loved.
0: And only love can fix
1: these problems. The only reason why I said, like, grow your relationship with God so that way your love of Christ will help you lose the desire to sin is because these people are specifically asking for, like, ways for us to help them. Mm -hmm. And they kept it anonymous, so we're going to leave it at that. Yeah,
0: I think that's great. We all kind of came to agreement at the end.
1: Are there any more, like, questions?
3: Do you have anything else
0: to say? There's a lot. Michelle, anything else to (laughs) add to that? or?
2: (laughs) Um, I think I said everything that I wanted to say. Okay, good, great.
0: Very uh, I guess nice. we can just choose another question. If you sure. That. I
3: mean, I'm <clears throat> sitting here comfortably. You
0: know. Hi, guys. I love the podcast. I'm listening from Paris, France. I was born and raised as a Christian, but I really, but I don't really, be, didn't really believe or was not really committed to God. I started gaining more interest six months ago, and now I am. I pray every day. I read the Bible. Tried to learn as much as possible about Christianity and the other religions because I want to have a good relationship with God. However, there is so much to learn and, na- and know about Christianity that it can sometimes be confusing. My question is, what should I do as a Christian? How should I pray? How should I read my Bible daily? Should I read my Bible? Uh, yeah, how should I read my Bible daily? Is there something that most Christians do daily apart from praying? For example, writing notes. What should I do? I want to be a better Christian, and I want to know what i can do besides just pray what do you guys do as a christians every day okay so i think we all answer this i'll yeah. we'll start with you Liz. i think
3: so um well i want to start with like this idea of like a foundation like um oh like yeah the question me, by the
0: way was by A R T M F underscore but you'll, you'll know it's
3: cool, you cool. <laughs> um so me and luke um i want to talk a little bit about like foundation because me and luke we were born in um Households, very households yeah, yeah very christian households like um like my dad is a pastor his dad is just like the absolute you know insane super man. christian yeah, <laughs> super christian um that's an understatement right there <laughs> <laughs> um so um you know i feel like with me i've kind of grown up with it and especially my dad like being able to help me with all of these things in my religion and you know questions that i have like i feel like he's something someone that i can go to but um you know, because I I feel like I don't really know a lot about like you know, um, yes I can I'm independent with my faith, but um, as of like starting it and you know beginning to grow and you know I've always had like a set mindset for my um, my faith, but um, I'm curious because I know that Wolfgang I mean it's probably been mentioned a lot, but Wolfgang has um, is pretty new to this Christianity thingy, and um, you know within the past year. And um, I'm just curious because I feel like they have kind of similar stories. Like yeah. she said, six months ago, like I think it's a he but, or, or he, can, yeah. he, her. Uh, it doesn't matter. But um, they, you know, like with they, they. <laughs> um, like with like with Wolfgang. Um, I just want to know, like, where were you six months ago? What did you do?
0: Well, Lewis, what do you do besides reading the Bible and praying? Just so we can um, finish that off.
3: Well, I mean, if that's um, all that you do, I mean, I feel like. Um, as long as you can create yourself a relationship mm-hmm. and, um, you know, because people say, like, read the Bible, but there's a lot of ways you can read the Bible. That's you can true, read yeah. it for understanding. You can read it as communication with God and, like, or
0: answers to questions. Yeah. yeah,
3: answers to questions you need some, you're, you know, struggling with something, like, how do I help myself with blah, blah, blah. You can open up the Bible and um, find the answer. Yeah, find the answer to that. So, yeah, Wolfgang.
1: Well, i very curious. Do you want to go first (laughs) or do you want me to go?
2: Sure, I'll just try and get it out before I forget what I'm going to say. So, I mean, I would say, like, first of all, like, I guess this would be an example of, like, something you could do, kind of, like, talking with, like, other people that, like, both agree and disagree with you and kind of, like, learning from them. Like, because, like, my dad, like – or. I think there's like some sort of proverb that says like a wise man learns from everyone and i think that like it's important to take that to heart because as i already like mentioned like i don't think i agree with like these people on like everything in terms of like religion or just any general subject and so but by having these conversations i think it's like productive and like kind of moving forward and like understanding like your relationship with like god and whatnot better and then i think like the other thing that I would say as, like, my personal opinion is, like, as I <laughs> previously mentioned, I have more of, like, a libertarian approach. So I would say, like, read the Bible, interpret it, like, do what works for you, like, but do what makes you the best person possible. Like, interpret the Bible however you would like to but interpret it in like the way that makes you the best version of yourself
3: exactly like especially like in your relationship with god like whatever works for you to build that relationship and build that connection i mean that's that's what you should do well I mean, this is
0: dangerous ground realm when you're saying interpret it to any way you want it to you got to yeah, make I sure can... it stays true to the actual fundamentals of well, what you're yeah. saying but yeah we all have different ways like every time you read a bible verse it's slightly different it means something different to different so people what i
1: mm-hmm. what i kind of like to do And I'll talk about what I was like six months ago in a second, but basically when you sit down with your Bible, what you typically are supposed to do, well, at least this is what I do in my eyes, is you're supposed to sit down and pray that God will give you what he wants you to see. Mm -hmm. And then the interpretation that you get is what he is giving you. Mm -hmm. Don't say this out loud, obviously, but in your head pray to him and say, God, I want this book. I want it to tell
0: me what you want. It to tell me, and as long as we're not changing the words for our benefit and our like like let's say I changed this verse so it it like doesn't make me feel like I'm sinning. I've then,
2: done that
1: plenty of yeah. times, and that's kind of when I was gonna tie it to six months ago is i whenever and I wouldn't read the Bible often, I'm not gonna lie my relationship with him, I thought was half decent, but looking back, um it wasn't. Um, even now, I mean, I'm getting better, but I'm not going to say that I'm a righteous man or even close to anything of the sort. But, um, I, six months ago, I would probably read my Bible maybe once a month to, uh, make sure that, to make sure that I would be like, okay, God, we're good. All right. Um, sounds good. I'll talk to you next month. Um, but. I uh I never really prayed often. If I did it was kind of a like, Hey God, do this for me. Hey God, if you if you want this, do this. I was kind of a gimme give gimme give Christian mm-hmm. at that point. And I don't know. I'm glad that I'm not anymore for the most part. I still do it sometimes. Um but I try to stop myself if I do. Yeah. I think it's um I don't i was just thinking
3: about this um it kind of also goes back to that thing that we were talking about like with uh relationships in marriage and how like it's a like you know i mean i all, all the time you know i feel like i'm a gimme gimme christian like I, f- I find myself asking him just like when i pray it's only me asking him like hey god like I would love it if, like, this happened in my life and if this happened in my life, if this happened, you know? Stuff mm-hmm. like that. And But I feel like because Christianity is pretty much the only religion that you have a relationship with your God, and I feel like that's what it has to be.
0: Only well, the it's, only one you don't have to work to yeah, be saved.
3: Exactly. it's We're not, like, writing, what are those called, the, um, the letters to get into heaven or the indulgences or anything like that, but um, it's when... Um,
2: I think we, that actually yeah. was a medieval like Christian yeah
3: like in the um what <laughs> Christian practice what in the
2: Catholic Church, the, yeah no, they invented Protestant the purgatory Reva,
1: um, yeah,
3: no, the Catholics
2: invented the purgatory in the medieval ages too like yeah that's like what
1: we were pur- referencing, yeah. is that, yeah, plenty of different um branches, sects um different like parts of Christianity have kind of gone out and said, oh, well, you need to do this to get into heaven, or you need to do this to get a loved one into heaven. Um, But yeah, the Catholics did that a lot, and they made it kind of a requirement, like they made certain requirements um, for you to get into heaven, and that's not what God does. I mean, besides the fact that you have to have a relationship with him, and you have to strive to be like jesus other than that you have no real like you don't have to sacrifice anything besides sin and you don't need to like sacrifice animals you don't need to sacrifice your firstborn son things like that well the thing is
0: that you get forgiveness so even if you do still sin you're still saved I actually ha- wrote about this um one second let me find it real quick
1: i said in the old testament lots of people like to think that you can earn a place in heaven By sacrificing things. And I mean, when Jesus came down, he said, that's not the case. We don't want you sacrificing animals and things like that. We want you sacrificing yourself
0: and your spirit and submitting yourself to God Mm -hmm. because that's what's going to get you into heaven. Yeah. And that's just kind of going to go back to the question he has. Um, Like we're talking about like just a give me, give me Christian. That's the problem like I had as well. But you got to share, share what you learn. That's a big part of being a Christian is like share what you know share it with others because it's not all about you. It's about telling others about the good news and what Jesus did for us. Um, so yeah, share the word, um, be strong in it. And then, yeah, just keep learning as much as you possibly can about it because that'll make your faith grow stronger. That'll make you able to like answer questions better when people ask you things. Um, and then it'll bring you closer to God as well. So as far as just, yeah, keep praying, keep reading the Bible, make sure the Bible is always your main source of information. And like devotionals are great, but The Bible is your true source of information um, and devotionals can help you kind of expand your knowledge on certain things, but it's definitely not as important as reading the Bible. Um, And then just be like, I I, I had a little story this week of just being a good person feels really, like really good. Like, um, I guess I'll just tell the story. I was at a gas station and this person didn't have their card wasn't working and they tried every single gas station was like oh yeah i'll pay you for on this one they're like no 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 no, it'll work on this one don't worry you get you can go i was like okay so i just pull out a little bit and then stop and just watch in the review mirror and i see them next to the the gas station just like begging it for it to work and it's not working so i I walk over there i pay for their gas and you know kind of make make their day and i'm about to leave and then this guy runs out of his car with jumper cables and so i had to help him start his car (laughs) And it just felt so good to help people. Even though I lost money on helping somebody, it just feels so good to help people and to to just be a good person. So I would encourage just be as much as like Jesus as you can. Um, and that's really all you have to do. Yeah, just like try to get closer to him. Be like Jesus. Share share the things Jesus has done for you. And there's really not much you can do after that. Yeah. So um, I think we answered that question.
1: I I kind of want to talk about one of two things, and it's up to you guys. I'll ask you. Um, One is kind of something that I've been praying for for probably about the past six months. I've been asking God, like, what are – because God likes trinities, obviously. He's made a lot. He loves triangles. (laughs) Illuminati. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe maybe not that,
2: but (laughs) – That was sarcasm.
3: Triangles are
1: cool. God loves – is, I think it's the second favorite number after seven. But, um, basically I asked, what are the three things that will help me in almost anything that I do in my life? So I can either go over that one or we can go over if God is all knowing and on Let's go about
0: that on the next episode. Cause that'll take a while to talk about that one.
1: Okay. No, let's do that. The first one we talked about the, the three. One, yeah. Okay. So, um, the first one is, well, okay. I'm gonna give you backstory. Um, I like to cook a lot. So I kind of think of it that way. um, I was asking for it while, um, while I was going and it was weird because while the you were first, cooking? yeah, yeah, okay. he gave me something immediately. Wouldn't give me the other two. And then about three months later, the second one popped into my head. I was like, here's the second one. And then like two weeks later or two, two weeks ago, about three months later, the third one popped into my head. And then it said, and they said, go share this on the podcast, whatever. So he kind of called it like the Trinity of success. At least that's what I heard. Um, and the three things are moderation, variety, and consistency. Um, when it comes to moderation, you don't want to have too, mu- too much of things, obviously. You don't want to go overboard on anything. You always want to have a good balance between things, which then brings you to variety, which is having kind of a di- diversified set of things that you can then talk about and or use in your toolbox, so That's Maybe like as an
0: example, don't read the same yeah, like bible verse over and over. Just every day, or just
1: don't only use reading. You can also pray. You can do things like we're doing, spread the word of God. You can worship, to, yeah. Yeah, go to church, listen to worship music, fast, every there's so many different things. Use variety to your advantage.
2: You can <laughs> go ahead.
1: I'll talk about the, I'll talk about consistency in a second.
2: I think that another way that you could interpret variety is to kind of interpret that as like learning from like other people and like surrounding yourself with a variety of people not necessarily all like christians like reading the same bible verses i know that like growing up i had many jewish friends and so i attended passover every year and it was like a very informative experience and i really appreciated it and learned a lot of stuff from it because i mean i think that like Again, like it's important to like understand and you can really learn from everyone regardless of they believe in the Bible or not. So I think that's another way to interpret variety.
0: That's a great point. Yeah, because like Wolfgang, that's why you're so valuable in a way too, because you've been in the enemy's camp for most of your life. Yeah. And you know other strategies. Trust me, I have plenty of variety when it comes (laughs) to different opinions
1: in my life. (laughs) Yeah. when, but I'm saying like in everything you do, you want variety. When I kind of thought about it as cooking, it's like, oh, um, when you have moderation, you don't want to add too much of one thing or else it might screw the entire taste up. You want to have a variety of spices and you always want to keep the recipe consistent or else mm-hmm. it's going to be messed up. And that brings me to consistency, which is like, if you're trying to work out, you want to work out consistently or else you won't gain muscle. All
0: variety, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And same thing it all three of them connect in my head and it was kind of weird because it was a click as soon as i heard it i was like i gotta write this down really quickly um but yeah they all kind of intertwine with each other and they can all be brought to another but yeah consistency um especially reading in the word to help strengthen your spirit you need, um, you need to get in the Word a lot consistently. You also need to pray a lot consistently, and you need to talk to other people in the community who might know God and maybe even some that don't. And that's why I'm so blessed. Uh, I think that I'm blessed that I have an atheist family sometimes because they like to challenge what I say, and then I can research it myself, and then I can go into it, and then I can talk about it, which is kind of what I said last episode with the whole creation thing. It's because they challenged me, and I was like, okay, well, I'll look into it, and I'll figure out why.
0: That's really good. Yeah, that's awesome. Sweet Well, I think Sweet. that wraps it up for this episode. Michelle, thanks so much for coming on and being brave enough to talk with those boys..: real.
2: Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course.: I didn't realize I had to be brave to talk with boys.: wow.
0: <laughs> Also, Michelle's really smart. She's like, "So the things she says definitely have to be taken into account," which is cool. But yeah, but
2: would they not have to be taken into account if I was dumb? No, but
0: (laughs) it is valuable. It's like reading a kindergarten book to figure out about science or to read. Yeah, you're like a college level.
3: Yeah, Uh, (laughs) you're not an idiot. That's for sure. We've got a lot of idiots on this podcast. You're credible. (laughs) No
2: comment. No comment.
0: Credible. All right, guys, we'll go follow us on Spotify. Leave some reviews. Ask us some questions on Instagram DMs, and we'll see you guys in the next
2: episode.